What's up, everybody? We are live tonight from Northwest Indiana Chicago Sports Headquarters with the Hall of Fame menu, Bridges Scoreboard. Welcome to a... Welcome to an epic Super Bowl edition of Chicago's fastest-growing podcast, Monsters of the Madhouse. I'm your boy Brandon Tracks Hyde, along with Mike the Foz Fazo and Misty Miss Mongo McMichaels. <laughs> Tonight we are proud to present an epic football night in Chicago, proudly brought to you by TC's World of Wonders. TC's World of Wonders. From Walter to Iron Mike to Gail to Justin, TC's is your Chicago Bears jersey center with the bargain busting prices. Budget cars. We're finding safe, reliable transportation, such as is this summer is Mission Possible. Serendipity Ice Cream Parlor, is this heaven? You bet it is. It's always delicious summertime at Serendipity. O'Connor Martial Arts and Fitness, join the lifetime-changing movement today. And our awesome host tonight for the Super Bowl show, Bridges Scoreboard Restaurant and Bar. which is also your venue for the party of the year. Team Mongo, a benefit-supporting 
Bears legend Steve McMichael and his family in their fight against ALS on Friday, September 8th. I'll tell you what, let's get an extra round of applause for Scott and Jeff Bridges tonight for hosting us. Thank you so much, fam. And you know what? It's truly an honor on 76 days until uh, Chicago Bears kick off for opening season. And we're here with uh, Misty McMichael for uh, Mongo on, on his behalf. Our guest tonight is a Chicago sports icon and the charismatic field general of the greatest football team of all time. He redefined what it's meant to play with swagger and mental toughness. He motivated the cats and liked to tease, but he played so cool, he aimed to please. He's the punky QB, the college football Hall of Famer, the ultimate NFL rebel. The Mic check, mic check. Mic check, mic check. It's going so good. The two. The two time Super Bowl champ. Folks, make some noise for the one and only Jenny Mack. I tell you what, to be, to be able to share this room with Jimmy is truly an honor. For us, thank you so much for your time and your effort to share this evening with us, sir. Hey, it's my pleasure to be here. Is this mic on? Uh, we're all sharing one mic. You're tearing the hell out of this one. I guess it's still working, though. All right, now who's going to ask me a question? Back to you. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Jim, as a fellow native of San Jose, I was born at the Good Samaritan Hospital. It's an honor to have you on our show. Yeah. Also a veteran of the United... Also as a veteran of the United States Navy, it's so cool to hear of your outreach and events that you've done for veterans. Also, your trip to the White House with the Packers while wearing your Bears jersey shows us once again what a stand-up guy you are and willing to take risks for the right cause with your conviction and swagger. As we approach the 4th of July, our treasured Independence Day, I have to ask you what compels you to answer the bell when the veterans reach out to you for their events. Well, I've always had a great time working with our veterans. Uh, you know, I, I understand that without them, I think we just lost me again. There we go. Without their, uh, without their efforts, none of us would even be sitting in this bar tonight. Uh, because of them, the, the, you know, we, we enjoy the freedoms that we do in this country, and uh, it's always a pleasure to, to be around these guys. I was, I was lucky enough to go back to Iraq back in 2007. I just... Saw another guy who was actually deployed yeah. there. Signed a few things for him again tonight. But, uh, yeah, it was very cool to be in a, a war-type situation and see these guys in action. It was it was uh, incredible. And I've got to do a lot of really cool stuff with the military over the years. I got to fly an F-16, a B-1 bomber. Uh, been in, I've driven pretty much all the tanks that we have. Shot, shot all our weapons. I mean, it, it's, been a, it's been a hell of a good ride. Uh, I, I was actually – I wanted to – 
somebody asked me when I was with the Chargers, and they said, "What have you, what haven't you done that you want to do with the military?" And I said, "Get shot off an aircraft carrier and, and land on one." And so they they actually had that set up for me to do had I gone back to the Chargers in, in 1990, but I ended up going to the Philadelphia Eagles, and uh, so I missed my opportunity. Hopefully, I'll, I'll get another chance to do that. But yeah, it's always a great time to be with our vets and, and our first responders, and uh, you know, just show our appreciation like we should. That's right. I'll tell you what, when my recruiter got a hold of me, let me tell you something. He thought, he basically told me that I was going to be flying fighter jets, not scrubbing commodes and peeling potatoes. <laughs> I mean, that's awesome, though. That's, I mean, you can't fit in a fighter jet. I can't fit. <laughs> yes. Even when I was smaller, I couldn't fit in a fighter jet or a submarine. <laughs> But uh, anyways, that's besides the point. Yeah, that, that was such an awesome story, and I love that. Uh, now let's turn it over to Foss, see what he's got for Jimmy Mack. Jimmy Mack, such a big fan, my friends. Thank you so much for being here tonight. Um, obviously, we're all here, and you're here, and Misty's here because of Mongo. I mean, 85 Super Bowl teammate. You guys have stayed friends over the last, believe it or not, 40 years. I know oh. that sounds so crazy to say. Um can you tell us a fond memory of when you guys were teammates back in the 85, 86 season and then how your friendship has persevered all these years? That's been 41 years since I met the legend, legendary Mongo. Uh, back in 1982 when I was a rookie, Steve was, uh, I think it was his second year with the Bears at the time. Um, yeah, when I, at Hallis Hall, my locker was like the last one before you walked out to the practice field. And, uh, Steve always had a habit of, as he walked by me, just shoving me into, oops, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> just took out Misty's right boom, sorry. So now I'm going to shove well, his life the, back well, to that's how, back. that's how Steve would hit me every day, just whack, whack me back into my locker, you know, and just, it would piss me off every day. <laughs> and one time I just stood up and said, you know what, you're going to get hurt if you keep doing that. And he just looked at me and he grabbed his helmet and he hit himself in the face. He goes, how the hell are you going to hurt me? <laughs> I'm like, you're right. You know, do whatever you want. But, you know, just keep me out of the locker. I got to go to practice, too. <laughs> you want me to ask him then? Ask whatever you want. Um, I don't know. They want me to ask you um, if there's anything you want to tell people that they might not know about you. <laughs> well, I don't know what they don't know about me. <laughs> seems like there's been pretty much everything's been in the paper. News, I don't know. But. They might not know you like you prefer G-strings. Well, I do. I, well, no. <laughs> I, I'm a thong guy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm out getting sun. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to get some sun on my ass, too. <laughs> like you ladies. You know. Maybe strange. still got back for 63. <laughs> <laughs> Hope we can get these details worked out for next week's show. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes. <laughs> All right. And now we're going to uh, turn over some questions to, to you folks. We're going to pick out of this uh, bucket over here. And we're going to see what you guys got for us. Oh, good. Oh, magic yeah. bucket. <laughs> Archie from Crown Point. Archie? Archie? Archie. Archie, around? 
Archie. Come on forward, buddy. Yeah, you get to ask it yourself. What they what they put on the paper? Just, <laughs> <laughs> you just put your name to get it pulled. I remember when I asked. Oh, you do? Uh, Jim, what was your the most physical the game in the mic? Uh, the most physical game you guys played. Oh, that's a good one. Good question. In the mic. Oh. <laughs> yeah. It's a community mic here, kid. Yeah, right. The uh, the most physical game that I was involved in was 1984 against the Raiders. It was, they were they were coming off they were the Super Bowl champions in '83 had a hell of a football team and uh, we were pretty good too at that time in '84 we were starting to get pretty good and that was a that was one of the most brutal football games I've ever been a part of they, I know we put out three of their quarterbacks uh, wow. they got they got me in that game that's where I, I hurt my kidney oh my god and uh, yeah so that was that was pretty damn physical <laughs> that was that was a yeah. the uh, the injury cart was well used that day. <laughs> I think I seen a special on that on ESPN. Yeah, it was uh, it was a rough game. Yeah, David Hum never played another down again, and uh, wow. Ray Guy didn't want to go. But Ray Guy was the next guy in to be a quarterback, and he said, "Hell no, I'm not going in." <laughs> so Mark Wilson had to come back in the game. Thank you, thank you. That was a good one. Good question. Michael Picardo from Akron, Ohio. Still here? Or is there any headed back? He went back to Ohio. <laughs> it's a long, he's left. It's a long, drive. long drive back. <laughs> he's like, I'll here never get on that dusty mic. Here he comes. Here he comes. Come on, Bill. What else? No, we have your paper. Oh, you already answered this. Which Super Bowl? Okay. Which Super Bowl win was your favorite? The one that you. Uh, the one. Yeah. The, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let him answer. Let him answer. Oh, I think that's a good, good question. So the question was, was my favorite Super Bowl that I was yeah. at? It was the one I played in with the Bears. So. Yeah. I did get a nicer ring, though, with the Packers. So oh. like, they spent some money on theirs. <laughs> but, Jim, when you won with the Packers, you actually wore something to the White House. What was that, my friend? Bears well, it was my bear jersey. It was, uh, I had mentioned to all my teammates about you know why we didn't didn't get to go back in '85 or '86 after we won, and uh, a lot of guys that I was playing with were in junior high at the time, so they don't remember it. <laughs> and uh, I said, I explained to them how the space shuttle had blown up, and and we were just kind of pushed to the side, never never got to go. And this is 11 years later, and we still hadn't gone yet. So uh, I wanted to represent. You know our team, and I, I ask all my offensive linemen, "Hey, give me your jerseys. I'll hold them up too in the team pictures." But I, I explained to all my teammates in, in uh, Green Bay and to the coaching staff what I was going to do, and none of them had a problem with it. Um, other than our defensive coordinator, Fritz Shermer. Um, Fritz was the, the defensive coordinator for the Rams when we kicked their ass in '85 <laughs> <laughs> to go to the Super Bowl. So I think that brought out some bad memories for him. But, Everybody else understood it and didn't really have a problem with it. So I didn't care if they did anyway. So. <laughs> Lisa Ellis from Hobart, Indiana. Hobart.
So, besides Mongo, who is your favorite player of the 1985 Chicago Bears and why? Oh, that's good. I got a guess, but I'm going to see what he says. Now, my favorite guys were the five guys I had up front of me. Uh, my <laughs> offensive lineman. That protected. Yes. Jimbo Covert, Mark Bortz, Jay Hilgenberg, Tommy Thayer, Kurt Becker was there as well. Yeah. Steve Van Horn. Uh, those are the guys I hung out with. Uh, you know, you got to keep those guys happy because they could really ruin your career. <laughs> Just a few of those little lookout blocks. You know, they, and they... They definitely happened, but not not with those guys. But I always uh, they always fought for me, and and I always tried to stick up for them as well. So those those were my uh, favorite guys, especially everywhere I went. Actually, so I always uh, had a good relationship with my old line, and and I think that's that's a key. If you're going to be a success as a quarterback, you better, you better have some people up front that like you, or they can make your life miserable. <laughs> So he makes fun of us, but we protect him still. <laughs> I didn't make fun. I just said you're not fitting in a fighter jet. <laughs> Kathy from heaven. Maybe one of those warthogs. You could <laughs> be too bothered. Pretty sure we'll, uh, we've already heard your answer to this earlier, but we'll let her ask you anyways. Yeah. So I have two questions. Okay. That's $20 for more. That's $20 more for Misty. Go ahead, sweetheart. All the ladies want to know if you wear boxers or briefs. Oh. Oh. Uh, commando. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> unless, unless I'm laying out, then it's a thumb. Okay. Also, do you agree with the closer, MVP? Closer, closer. Do you agree with the MVP for the uh, Super Bowl, Richard Dent. Do I agree? Uh huh. <laughs> hey, Richard had a great, great game. I can't complain. I, I, Richard had a great game. I can't complain about it. You know, but I don't have any friends in the uh, sports writing business, so that that's who votes for that. Thank you. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Who's next? Kirk Miller, Batesville, Indiana. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. I know. I know I asked you that um, past or present, whom would you uh, like to play with? Football. <laughs> Glad you clarified that. It's past or present before you open up the door. Uh, I, th I would have liked to play with Coach Ditka. Oh, yeah. Coach Ditka was a hell of a football player. And had he ever been in my huddle, he would have understood me a hell of a lot better, too. So, he wouldn't have caught many balls if he talked to me like he did on the side. <laughs> no, but he was he was a great player and, and like I said, if he'd have been we probably would have been a good friends and hanging out because he likes to have a good time too. He, he does. still does. He really does. He's great. Mary Blum from Cherville. <laughs> School bus driver. That's right. School bus driver. Yay, school bus driver. Um, 
Well, my question was, good or bad, how was your relationship with Vika? You obviously uh, just answered that question. So I think my new question is, probably... when you were here, you had a young family or whatever, how are your kids? Uh, we don't we don't yeah, hear about my, kids anymore. He's got four of my grandkids, too. Here Make sure when you and come up, you put the mic really close to your mouth. It's the only way to work. I am Buster. You can hear me. <laughs> My kids are actually doing great. I've got four kids. Uh, my oldest will be 40 next next week, actually. And uh, she's got a little boy. And then my other son, who actually lives here, is still in Chicago. Um, he's got a girl and a boy. Uh, then my other daughter has two boys. And then my youngest son just had a, a baby boy. So I got uh, yeah. five grandsons and one granddaughter at the moment. And they're, all, they're all doing well. And... Uh, Actually, living all over the country, Minnesota, here, Arizona, and California. So, don't get to see them often, but when I do, it's a lot of fun. That's right. And I want to say something. And his granddaughter's name is Macy James after him, and Steve and I's only child is named Macy. Aww. Lori Miller from Griffith. <laughs> How often do you come back to um, Chicago to go to Bears games? Um, not sure to go to Bears games, but I guess come back. Yeah. Yeah, I don't go to the Bears games when I come back. <laughs> I like to have a good time. They're <laughs> out winners. Uh, yeah, usually when I'm back in town, it's it's for a, some stuff a, a charity. Or right now, I've been here a month rehabbing the split. I'll be here another uh, two to three weeks, and then um, I don't know when I'll be back the next time. But hopefully not in the winter. I try to stay out of here in the winter time. <laughs> That's why I live in Arizona. I like heat, not cold. That's right. Back for opening year this year. Is it a big deal for Mongo? Um, the first game, what is the first game? They're all going to wear 76. Yeah, the first game this year, the opener, every, all the players are going to wear 76 in honor of Steve. So, let's be I don't know where I'm going to be. When is the first game? Yeah, I don't when even is know. The opener? I don't September know. 10th. Oh, no, maybe. the benefit is on September 8th. 8th. That's right. Oh, yeah. Oh. So, we might get down here. Yeah. yeah. Joe Sokol from Crown Point. Rogers is gone. You got a chance. Nice and close. Hey, did you consider any other careers before football? As if you didn't play football? Oh, that's a good B. question. Let's see the mic. Yeah, here you. Yeah, here you. I'll repeat oh. it. <laughs> okay, yeah, here you the question was, did I have a plan B if football yeah. didn't work out? Right. Uh, well, I always wanted to be a baseball player. That was my first love. That's what I wanted to do. Uh, I played baseball my freshman year in college, and then uh, I couldn't get out of spring football practice, though. And so I was playing in the outfield and throwing the baseball from, from the outfield and throwing the football from the pockets, two different motions. And I was having some arm, prob arm problems then, so I had to give up my – Give up my love because football was my scholarship and had to stick with that. My dad wanted me to graduate, so <laughs> a lot of good that diploma did me. Yeah. Uh, I well, I finally got it eight years ago. 
<laughs> eight years ago. You know, Steve's second choice was baseball as well. Yeah. Natalie Bevel from Cherville, Indiana. The table's rigged. Hi, Jim. Hello again. Hello. Uh, so this kind of is strange that this question's next, because I said you hunted as a freshman at BYU. And um, in retrospect, would you have preferred staying a punter, or are you glad you were a quarterback? Injury-wise, everything else-wise. Oh, that's a good question, too. Thanks. That's a great question. You want to switch seats? <laughs> yes! <laughs> well, I wouldn't have minded being a punter, but they didn't get paid with a damn either. So. Uh, and it's more fun when you're involved in most of the game rather than, you know, a fourth down or about true. every, you know, 20 minutes, so... Yeah, I, I, I enjoy it. The, the only reason I, I wanted to be a punter, I didn't want to be a punter. I just wanted to make the, the team or the, varsity as a freshman. And that was going to be my, the best way to do it. BYU's got a hell of a lot of quarterbacks in line. So, uh, yeah, I just I made the made the club as a freshman as the punter and I ended up being the third-team QB that year. So I got to get a little bit of offense in as well. Mr. Dale Snow from Chicago, come on up, sir. Ah, take the, mic, the microphone, put sir. It to your mouth. I have a loud voice. There you go. Ah, uh, my question is just: Did you ever think you'd wind up in Griffith, Indiana? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I have been to Homer Glen where Misty's lives. Thank you. So we're not too bad, not too, far, not too much further. Yeah. <laughs> no, I've been to Indiana a few times. I was actually just in Michigan City this past uh, Saturday. A good friend of mine from Chicago just built a home over there. Went to visit in a beautiful house on the lake. So, yeah, it's a nice area. Anytime you get out of Chicago, it's good. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we have a great question here, but no one's name on it, so I'm going to read it. Who was the best defense you played against? Also, do you think you would have won another Super Bowl without Flutie starting instead of Yao or Mike Tomczak? <laughs> well, I don't know about the other Super Bowls. I mean, we had our chances. We had a home field advantage after 85. We had an 86, 87, and 88. We had home field advantage and, and just pissed it away. We just didn't play well at home. Uh, what was your other question? Oh, the best, best, defense. best defense that I played against. Um, uh, I played against the Bears, but they weren't the Bears. They weren't the defense that they were back in 85 and, 80, and 86. Uh, I didn't play against them until 93, I think. So, yeah, Packers. And um, so probably the best one I played against was the Philadelphia Eagles. I played against them when I was in San Diego in 89, and they had a really good defense. They were just starting to get really, really good. And that's why I ended up going, going to Philadelphia in 1990, and uh, I was there for three years. And we probably should have won it all in 91 with the, with the Eagles. I mean, we, we finished 10-6 and six that year and didn't even go to the playoffs. And nobody wanted to play us. We were, we were pretty damn. They had the best defense in the league. They had the, okay. the, the three top. Can you hear me? 
defensive statistics like we did in, in Chicago. So they, they were as close to our defense as I've ever, I've ever seen. That's right. Yeah, Tell me a crazy on thing you did at BYU. I know you have. <laughs> <laughs> Who was that? That was, that was you. Gail. Did she already that ask you? Yeah. Yeah. That was Gail James from Hobart, Indiana. She wants to ask you. She wants to ask you. Let her do it. Well, I love you because you're outrageous. And I know when you were at BYU, and I've seen you get out of limos with beers, and you don't care. So at, at BYU, what was one of your craziest memories? Uh, I was on probation for five years, so. <laughs> so then, yeah, there's, it wasn't for nothing crazy. I mean, just regular, you would think regular college stuff that guys do, like have a beer in the summertime. Yeah. When you're not even in school, you get in trouble for that, too. Yeah, it was, it was not a, uh, it was not what most college Experiences were like, that's for damn sure. It was a different, a whole different world there in, in Utah. Um, I grew up in California and, and I grew up in the Brothers of the Mexicans. I didn't know anything about Mormons. Uh, <laughs> never even heard the word until I got to Utah. Wow. So, uh, it was not, uh, what, Fridays, Friday nights and Saturdays were fun when I got to play. But other than that, the, the other five years of uh, well, even when I, I didn't go to much class, I was there five years and didn't graduate. So I should tell you, I didn't graduate till eight years ago. I, I took five classes. <laughs> took oh five God. classes that I needed and finally graduated. So I, um, I didn't have a real good college experience as far as that goes. But uh, we did have a lot of fun. Yeah. Well, you stayed up for it. Yeah, yeah. still trying. <laughs> All right, everybody, we have a special incoming call for uh, Mr. Jimmy McMahon. It's uh, Eddie Payton, Walter Woo! Payton's brother. Woo! All right, buddy, go ahead. Jimmy McMahon. I got you, Eddie. I did mine because the this island broke free from the mainland back a few years ago. So I figured, <laughs> figured the rest got to go. Hold on, hold on, hold on, Eddie. Repeat that about the fifty. Just, yeah. I make fifty dollars a day letting people rub my head. <laughs> if they're cute, they can make a wish. <laughs> Well, we should have done that tonight. <laughs> yeah, we should have done that tonight. We could have made a lot of money for Mongo tonight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 Oh, y
I'm one of the best handoffers there is. <laughs> one of the best handoffers there is, kid. Without a doubt. It was a pleasure handing off to your brother. Well, again, when he said in doubt, he knew that you were going to make it all right. Aww. I mean, I can't remember the times he come on talking about that my, Jimmy. And call a play and look up and he'd be running down the sideline with people chasing him. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the killing part was it, it was my play. It was a handoff. <laughs> well, I knew they were all chasing his ass. I figured I'd take off too. <laughs> being, being able to think like that is why you're in the Hall of Fame. You, you are a bad staker. A bad staker. That's right. I got in the college hall. I'm not that old one yet. Well, I mean, after six, after six years of undergraduate college studies, that you ought to be in something. <laughs> I should have a couple PhDs. You mean a couple of highball leads? <laughs> that too. I tell you what, you guys are doing a great job, Jimmy. I'm glad they had you all. The people in Chicago do not realize today what a great treasure you were to that organization. That's right. Oh, thank you, Jim. I appreciate it. Yeah, that's right. Did I read it right, Jim? Did I read it right just like you wrote it? <laughs> you messed up a couple lines, but other than that, you did good. You're just like your brother. <laughs> I still got the negative skin. <laughs> Don't give up the negatives. <laughs> oh my god. You guys are crazy. Hell, I ain't played golf in months, brother. I still can't walk. I haven't played, I haven't played since Jersey started last October. Wow. <laughs> Almost a year. I know you're missing it. I do. I really do, but. You know, I found a new friend. Her name is Dia. <laughs> it's easier to surprise her. <laughs> it's easier to surprise her. You using a bow or you shooting a gun? I'm shooting a gun, but most of the time, they be blanks. <laughs> <laughs> Walter probably put those blanks in there for you. <laughs> he did. He did. <laughs> I tell you what, I, I, I miss seeing you, I miss him, and I'm rooting for Mongo every day that I take a break. Thank you, Eddie. I love you so much. You're so awesome. Thank you, brother, for calling in. I appreciate you. You know what? Anytime I get a chance to say hello to a legend and be on the greatest show in the Chicago land, I take advantage of it. Woo! That's right, baby. That's right. <laughs> the lamp went bounce. 
Well, we was collecting a lot of money here tonight for Mongo, so yeah. we'll send you some of that. That's right. Well, you guys keep doing what you're doing. Jimmy, you keep being who you are and missed it. Yeah. I love you, darling, for what you're doing. I love you too, Eddie. Thank you so much for everything. All right, have a good one. All right brother. Too. Thank you again. Love you. Thank you. Bye, Eddie. Thanks for taking our call, brother. Love you. That was really good. Back to the bucket. Yeah. Back to the bucket. A couple more questions, and then uh, uh, Foz is going to ask or read off a couple questions from the people that are online. Uh, Mike James from Hobart, Indiana. Come on, Mike. Taking out the help there, Mike. Hey, man. Anything to keep my wife from coming back. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, I promised him no more. I promised right, so him no more. I saw a picture of you on many, many years ago. Uh, might have been down in Paul Shores, Alabama. Closer, baby, Mike. Closer. There you go. Hello. Yeah. There we go. Saw a picture of you many, many years ago. Might have been down in Gulf Shores with my second favorite quarterback of all time, Kenny Stabler. Okay. Um, didn't know if you have any stories. If you deal with partying okay. with Kenny and how Probably. that window went, went down that night. Because I'd like to have been a fly on the wall. For that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's going to be a good one. That's going to be a good one. Yeah, Kenny Stabler was a, a lot of fun to hang out with, too. He was... Uh, not only a great football player, but he just enjoyed life. And he had a golf tournament in Northern California. Um, I can't remember the name of the track. It was it was only a nine-hole golf course. And there was three fivesomes on every tee box. Okay? This this golf tournament lasted about nine hours. <laughs> oh, my God. For nine holes. But there was, there was food and drink on every hole. And literally, you would hit a shot, and you wait 20 to 30 minutes before you hit the next one. But everybody was drinking, and it was a lot of fun. But anyway, at the end of the night, we finished golf, did the, the night party. So then we're still at the bar, and it was only Kenny and I, and uh, there was somebody there sweeping. It was just the help. Oh, wow. And, and Kenny was notorious. He wouldn't leave the bar unless everybody was got out of the bar. And so I said, hey, let's go. You know, so it was almost 4 in the morning. So he said, no. There's still somebody over there. I said, that's the help, dude. We gotta get out of here. <laughs> but then we ended up walking back to our, our bungalow after that. But I mean he was not gonna leave until the last person was out of there. <laughs> that was Kenny Stabler. He was gonna hang he was gonna hang in there till the end. <laughs> Guys, we've got about four more questions to get through the bucket here. Me and Miss here are gonna knock them out. We just want to make sure everyone who came out tonight addressed. Thank you guys so much for coming out. Been a blast so far. I'm just going to get through these last questions and move forward, okay? Um, Jeanette from Hobart, the 85 oh, she wants to come ask. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, Sue. We're trying to move through. Um, the 85 Bears won our only Super Bowl with you as a quarterback. Um, where do you see Justin Fields and the Bears going now as he's our promising future? Well, I haven't seen any of them play, so I don't know. <laughs> Them winning the Super Bowl again. Yeah, that's like, a good one. The odds are in their favor. 
Eventually, it's got to come back around. <laughs> it was 20-something years before we won it. You know, they, they won back in 63, and then it took us 22 years, so it's been about double that. Yeah. Now, so. So, Hopefully, it'll come around before we all die. <laughs> For sure. That's right. The Cubs did. The Bears are going to do it. Right? Cubs did it. Cubs did it. Um, John Bay from Chicago. Did you have a sit down with Pete Rozelle after the Super Bowl? No, I did not. Did not have to have the sit down with Pete. Uh, I did get a phone call from him after the uh, championship game, and after, when I wore his name on my head, uh, he thanked me for the free advertising. And, uh, Told me I wouldn't be wearing that in the Super Bowl, but I proved him wrong again. <laughs> and I didn't get fined because I wore charities all on my head. So if he was going to find me for charities, he would look like a real ass. But I did have my Adidas band around my neck because there was no rule about that. Made him look kind of foolish. But the next year, there was a lot more rules in the rule book for the, the headbands and everywhere, everything else. <laughs> Okay, they want me to ask you this. This is from Rich Miller. He says, what is your opinion of the Bears moving to Arlington Heights? I think as a fan, I think it'd be better for the fans. It does. Well, it'd be four ways to get into the stadium. <laughs> yeah. Four directions rather than just north and south. And from what, I, from what I've been hearing, they want to make it like a, a city block and, and do like they did in Wrigleyville. Yeah, that's that's what I've been hearing, and that I think would that would be, be pretty cool for the fans, and and uh, be a lot easier for for everybody to attend the games. Yeah, and you wouldn't have to worry about your car stolen. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and, the same, and another question from Rich: What is your favorite golf course and your best round? My favorite golf course uh, would be a course called the Old Head. It's in the Ireland. It's on the southwestern tip oh. of Ireland. It's an unbelievable golf course. Uh, very picturesque. There you go. Um, <laughs> tough, golf, tough golf course as well. And what was the other one? Uh, your favorite, um, your round. Oh, my, my best round. Your best round. My best round was a 67, five under wow. par. That was a long, long time ago. I don't wow. Know. If I shot 87, I'd be happy. But. <laughs> Barefoot? Oh yeah, well, I can't. Well, barefoot in the boot. Right. Got to keep this boot on for another little bit. Okay, it says um, this is from George Schinken. He says, "Who, if any, was your favorite ref?" <laughs> My favorite ref? Referee, yeah. <laughs> Did you have a favorite ref? I don't Were remember there? their names. Right. I mean, I can't say people. the names I would call them. <laughs> Get off the news rack The only one I can really remember is Jerry Jerry Markbright. Uh -huh. Anybody remember that name? Yeah. Yeah. He, he's, the, he's the only guy Stokey. I can I can remember. Uh, oh, actually, no, Jim Tunney's another one. I think Tunney was the guy, uh, the head referee during the Fog Bowl. If everybody everybody remembers that. Yes, the Fog Bowl. Yeah, that that was the most incredible thing I've ever seen in my life because the whole first half was beautiful sunny day and then uh, as half times winding down we were starting to run into the tunnel and we see the stuff couple so I thought it was just like people out barbecuing you know smoke coming over the stadium we go in the 10 or 15 minutes and as we come back out you can't see a damn thing 
And I remember Jim Tunney went out to the 50-yard line. He looked both directions and said he could see the goalpost, which was bullshit. He couldn't see it. Because <laughs> all oh he wanted, I mean, they didn't want to come back the next day to finish the game. Was, they were just, no, we're going to finish this today. You, you couldn't see a thing. You couldn't see that pole. From it was, it was the wildest thing I've ever been involved in. It was sick. Okay, one more question. How do you do you think the league has changed for the better since you retired? Changed for the better. Well, they're trying to make rules that uh, to help people, but it's not going to help. I mean, it's not. Uh, doesn't matter how good these helmets get. There's nothing that's holding your brain other than it's floating on fluid, right? So when you stop or you get run into somebody, your brain's going to hit the side of your head. And things are still going to, guys are still going to have concussions. Guys are still going to have, unfortunately, ALS, dementia, Parkinson's. I mean, this, this is just, yeah. you know, the hazards of the job. True. And, uh, you know, they're, they're trying to do the right thing, but, you know, I, I don't think it's, they're not making the game, they're taking football out of football, I think. I mean, big hits and, and you know, knockout hits, those were, those were, you know, a badge of honor back in the day. And nowadays, you can't hit anybody. It's kind of sad to watch. I don't know. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be able to play defense. I mean, where do you hit a guy? <laughs> can't hit him high. Can't hit him low. I mean, you can't even tackle him anymore. So, uh, yeah, it's 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 unfortunate the way it's happening. But you know, just, <laughs> society's changing too. I mean, so everything's kind of screwed up these days. <laughs> Good questions, guys. Hey, Jimmy. How many more uh, years could you have played with these rules right now? Well, I, I quit at, uh, when I was 37 years old, I could have kept playing, but I promised my daughter that uh, when she got to high school that I quit and, and we'd, we'd stay in one place and they could all finish high school in one spot because I, I had to move my junior in high school and I, that sucked. I didn't, didn't like it at all. And because uh, they moved around for eight years, everywhere I went, they, they moved with me. They went to school for from September to December, wherever I was playing. Then they'd come back to Chicago. And uh, so I wanted them all to, to finish and stay in one one high school, finish high school. And then you know, so that's why I gave it up. I played 15 years, got two rings. And, uh, that was, that's, that's awesome. Enough. That's awesome. Standard guy, family man. Uh, speaking of another family man right here, we got our co-owner. Jeff Bridges would like to ask a question to Jimmy Mack. All right, Jimmy Mack. I don't know if it was Thayer, Hildenberg, or Covert. They're all here, but they told me a story about a golf body one time. I don't know which one of them guys golfed. But they said that you guys were golfing. There was four Packer players behind you. You hit a long putt for a birdie. You went and picked the golf ball up, and then you did something in the cup. I don't know if you remember that or not. I'll let you finish uh -oh, that story. That could be many but things. <laughs> Because four Packer players were behind you. Okay. He's trying to remember what he did. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> probably back in my drinking days. I <laughs> if I left something in there, it was probably wasn't, <laughs> probably wasn't too good. <laughs> did I use the flag to wipe or what? <laughs> there you go. You did. You remember. You must remember. I wasn't going to go without wiping. All right, Foz is just going to go briefly over a couple of the uh, the podcast questions. People have been uh, giving shout-outs and stuff, and they just want to uh, share their love with Jimmy Mack. 
So from Joe Bananas here, I get you. My question regarding your foot, my guy. Um, currently, what's going on with your foot and why you're here in Illinois right now? Well, it's been 19 months since I had my first surgery. And uh, since then, I've had three others. They thought about cutting my leg off. I had a bad infection. They saved everything, but I'm still dealing with this. Uh, I haven't walked in 19 months, so it's, it's really uh, pissing me off. But um, <laughs> hopefully, I, I think I've got to. I got to get a bone biopsy here in another month, and then probably another surgery. It's going to be a total re uh, replacement or a fusion of the ankle. So, not through the woods yet, but hopefully, uh, hopefully soon. I'm really tired of these crutches. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, another user wants to know what was up with you and the fridge doing a Coca-Cola commercial together. Oh, I was just glad I got in that one because I got paid too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fridge is fun. Fridge, yeah, we got to do a lot of things together. Not only play football, but we got got to you know, be out and do some commercials and, and uh, have a lot of fun together. He's a good guy. Yeah, yes. he was. He always big happy. Big happy guy, always, always smiling and, and having fun. Yeah, he is. Great guy. Yeah. All right. Another one of our questions. I want to know how upset Walter Payton was in the Super Bowl that oh, he didn't God. get a touchdown and they gave it to the fridge instead. Uh, people have been asking me that for 40 years yeah. now, and I keep telling them the same thing. It would have been tough for Walter to score in that game, no matter how many times you gave it to him, because that was their focus. Yep. We stop Walter Payton, we win. That was their whole mantra. So it was good. And, you know, it, it's because of his greatness is why everybody else had a big day. Yeah. Because they were so keyed in on, on yeah. Walter that uh, everybody else you know, got to make plays. It would, probably wouldn't have mattered. I mean, we came in at halftime yelling, you know, let's put 50, 60 points on these guys. And Dick goes, yeah, yeah, let's do it. And then midway through the third quarter, we were out of the game. He'd already taken us out. So, uh, you know, we had probably had some other chances, oh, yeah, but. Yeah. I, I, I never really realized how upset Walter really was. You know, since then, I've talked to his son and Matsui, who was very close with him, and, and he was really, really down about it. But I, I, I said, why? I mean, it, yeah, you it won. was a blowout. I mean, it was, uh, you know, had the game been close and he had and he didn't score, right. maybe it would have been something else. But it, I, mean, I would have rather thrown two or three touchdown passes than run them in. <laughs> but, you know, that's. I was just happy we got a win. And, that's and, right. Uh, on the Super Bowl. Like everybody in here is wishing that they can get another one here soon. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's for sure. They won the game. They won the Super Bowl. Um, it's a team sport. But um, they want, to add, want me to ask you about your first cannabis open for the NFL. You started last year and where that's going and what that's all about. Okay. I got into the cannabis business uh, a couple, three years ago. Some ex-ball players, Kyle Turley, offensive lineman. Played for eight, nine years. Uh, Evan Britton, who actually played for the Bears here a few years. Uh, our company's called Revenant. We've been open for three years now, or been in the business for three years. Uh, I think where our brand is in Illinois. I think we're in five or six states now. Hope to be in the next, or the, all 37 legal states in the next year or so. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we had the first cannabis friendly uh, golf event at the Super Bowl this past year in Arizona. And all the people that attended, <laughs> the people in the neighborhood all had a good time. <laughs> uh, and we're going to do another one in Vegas next year. So Vegas, Vegas Super Bowl next year. Vegas next year. So we've already got our uh, our course lined up and and uh, hotel. So it should be a, a hell of a good time. Yeah, sounds <laughs> like it. Smoke. 
Everybody. <laughs> Whatever ails you, it'll fix. Uh, Missy, you and Jim and Mongo have been friends for so many years now, and you guys hang out all the time. I know you guys just had a swimming party for Memorial Day weekend. We Saw that on your Instagram. It's so great you guys still get together. Um, why don't you give us a couple fun stories oh, over God. the years of uh, right you and Jimmy Mac and Mongo? Um, okay, out. yeah, I got one. I got one. Okay, yeah, we were. I think we were at a golf tournament, maybe, and uh, I knew Jimmy liked to mow his grass and his g-string, and his neighbors were a little concerned. So I bought him a camouflage g-string, and I brought it to the event. And oh my gosh, we've never seen so many guys fight over this g-string. They all had to wear it and put it on. And it was so fun to see them all come out in the camouflage g-string. And I think he might still have it. Yes, I do. <laughs> I like to wear it when the pool guy's over. You can't, you can't even see me. Well, thank you so much for coming out tonight. It's been a pleasure, and we love your stories and everything. And uh, thanks, uh, thanks for coming out. And Misty, to you too, especially. Thanks for being uh, one of our co-hosts now, and appreciate you. Foz is up here. Give a, yeah. a shout-out to Foz. He just started his own podcast. He's got a bunch of free stickers up here, and he would like to pass them out to you. So uh, thanks, everybody, for coming out. And uh, Tuesday, um, the Monster Preview is Maggie Ballantyne. She's going to interview her grandfather, Indiana Basketball Hall of Famer Robert Cantrell. So that's going to be a good one, a lo local legend. Uh, good night, Chicago. Jim will be cool with the questions. Anything else? Much better this week, right? You were, you were too cool. We need to next find week, the medium next now. Next week, we'll find the medium. medium. We're going to get in trouble for the FCC. I think that's oh, no. <laughs>